On tonight's episode, the dads are in the dog days of summer, talking about what August means to them. We're happy to unveil our newest partnership with a very comfortable undergarment company. You're not going to want to miss that, dads. We get to also kick off the NBA restart in the bubble and give predictions and our takes of the teams to look out for. Chris is also going to reveal his historic and long, deep-rooted hate for the Phoenix Suns. That's a doozy you're not going to want to miss. For our beer tonight, we're going to review a very special farmhouse IPA with a bit of a heffy vibe out of San Marcos. And we're going to go over our August streaming selections, sure to have a selection for everyone. So sit back, relax, crack a cold one, chill out, and enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. It's August. What does August mean to you? It's my birthday. Bitch. And all of a sudden, I started just snotting. What happened? Now you're making me snotty. Dad's drinking beer. What do you know? What do you know, Chris? What do you know? <laughs> hey. Statue of beer. We're back in it's, the bunker, kind of. We're back in, in the virtual Zoomy bunker. Chris yeah. and I are experiencing a lot of feelings right now. We're we're into August. First off, aye, aye. right off the bat, August <laughs> is here. It sounds more depressing and apathetic than it should, but let's be real. It, August is here. Summer is it, closing. And we live in Texas, so I don't know about where anyone else lives, what it's like in August, but in August where we are, it's fucking hot. Like, yeah. hot. I saw 106 the other day coming up around the corner, which I'm not, I'm not prepared for that. I'm actually happy about quarantine because I can't leave, so I don't have to deal with 106. Fuck that. Good point. As a guy who didn't have air conditioning in his car for the last two Oh my summers, God, I remember that. I remember that. Where windows down wasn't even always the best option. Sometimes you needed the windows up just to crack them back down to get the, the cool air coming in. In Texas, summer is kind of just starting, but for the rest of the country, you know, August typically means summer's closing out. What, what does August mean to you, Chris? Uh, it's fucking every, it's, uh, again, it's just a crazy time to be in Texas, I saw some Instagram the other day. It said, letting your kid watch uh, during quarantine, during August, you either let your kid uh, stare at a screen or they get sunburned, basically. Is, is, those are your two <laughs> options that you have. So um, it, I just think of hot. I think of swimming, which I don't, I mean, I guess we're going to get to do eventually one of these days somewhere. It's the, it's the idea that we're at the end of summer, which is crazy to think because I feel like we didn't really get a summer. We kind of got the idea sort of, and then that was it. And I guess to a certain degree, it's always like something else is coming. It, Halloween's coming, football's coming. It's coming, but it's we have to we have to go through hell first. Yes, at we, least hell right. temperatures. We're in we're in hell's mouth right now. We are literally <laughs> yeah. getting in like it's going to get worse before we're out of this. And I mean, it's hot everywhere, right? Like nowhere in the U.S. is it cool during no. 
August. I grew up in the Chicagoland. August is the dog days. Still in Chicago, near the lake, you're going to have 100, 105 degree, two or three weeks. And they always line up when you have your two-a-days, when you have your, your, your doubles practices in football, no matter oh, yeah. what. God is just so, you know, aligned and, and on schedule in terms of putting those, those two or three hottest weeks of the year right when you need to be doing six hours of football practice and pads with a, with a 45-minute break in between. So oh, Those were the days, man. Yeah, those I do, do kind of miss that. I fucking hated practice, but I, I do kind of miss that. Well, I mean, but, in retrospect, I miss that because that's when I was a kid, that's all I had, that's all I had to do is you wake up in the morning, you go to football practice, come home or go to your buddy's house usually, hang out, play video games, and then go back to football practice. And that was, I mean, there were times where I didn't even get out of my football pants, which, god damn, those things stunk to oh, yeah. all hell. I used to cramp up so bad, my brothers would have to wait to drive home because if I sat down in our, in our little Mercury Mystique, I would start cramping up. And like we had two or three other kids, <laughs> players in there, and like, I was oh, like, oh, I couldn't oh, do oh. it. And the coaches would drive by saying, you know you guys can leave, right? And my brothers would be like, we can't leave yet. You know, Jim's got cramps. And they were like, why don't you just, why don't you just knock them out, lay them down flat on top of you guys. And it was bad. So like, you know, we, we didn't live close to the school. And I remember driving home and just kind of yelling out the window, like, ah, ah, you know, like I, my, my hamstrings <laughs> and my quads were like moving. It, it looked like I had um, like, like, like an like alien. A, uh, yeah. 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 Face hugged me, I guess. And it, it went right to my legs, but I, I want to go back to what you said. It, it felt like we didn't get a summer. Yeah. Because I feel a little robbed. Well, actually very robbed. That is such a common feeling that I, I could totally, I'm on your side here. I, I know what you're, what you're going into because when we started this and the COVID happened and I, I don't always want to go back to COVID, but it's such a great relevant talking point. I mean, it's what's going on. Yeah. Can't get away from it. We kind of thought this would be over, right? We kind of thought the heat would come in. It would knock it out. We're reporting live from the epicenter now. Texas has overtaken New York. We have the most cases. You know, everything's bigger in Texas, including coronavirus cases, right? So <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where I'm just like, as quick as summer came and left, it feels like we've been in this for so long. And now you kind of look back and go, did we have a summer or not? Because to what yeah. you said, we didn't go to the pool. We didn't really get our, our family vacations in that we had planned. Uh, at right. least I know we didn't. Uh, you know, there's so many things that have been removed from the normal routine of summer that I'm kind of like, wait, school starts in a few weeks. Yeah. What, what happened to June? What happened in July? I know. It's crazy because I think, like you said, when we were doing it and talking about the beginning of this COVID thing, I think I thought – it was going to be like everything else, like like uh, SARS or all those other things that were kind of around. It was never going to impact us to that level. And all of a sudden, it was just like, boom, <laughs> in our fucking laps. But yeah, I definitely don't feel like I got a summer. We canceled a ton of trips, not a ton. We canceled all of our trips, which was maybe, what, three or four. Here we are in August, getting ready to cook. And yeah, our pool's not open. Our community pool is not open. Nope. It hasn't, hasn't been open. Yeah, we're just hanging. I mean, it's just a fucking hot mess. And yeah, if COVID, which it obviously does not, go away in the hot weather, then Texas is going to go down. So that's good because it's hot as fuck here. But it doesn't, so. I know. I, <laughs> I'm still I hanging thought, on to that hope. <laughs> I thought, okay, at least the heat is here, but that means that the virus is getting killed or whatever. But it's a real bitch of a virus. It's mutating. It's doing its own thing. I thought... 
summer end of summer maybe we'll get to start seeing some of those summer movies that were supposed to come out i'm a yeah. big guy love Nothing. to go see a movie that that seems like such a pipe dream at this point it seems like i'm i'm clutching to you know this this balloon that has so much helium in it it's never going to come down like I, I don't care how much effort i put into it it's not up to me it's up it's up to you know the powers that be how, how everyone kind of handles this this crisis it's fucking crazy man it's it just is. it's just it's just crazy. And I, I mean, we've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm happy to be working, happy to be busy. But man, I would like to be able to go to a fucking movie or to a restaurant. Because I haven't really gone to a restaurant. I've gone to like a couple places eating on like Outback or something, you know, in the outside. But I thought you meant you went, shit to go. I thought you meant you went to Outback. Like Outback is, is ignoring at, the COVID At this point, if, if that's available and I couldn't get, if I would definitely not get COVID, but I could get an Awesome Blossom. I would fucking do it. I was just gonna say, down. just get me a blooming onion and dunk me in that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm into that, that right sauce now. Sauce and just, oh, give me. I mean, I would eat that. I love. I, I mean, this, this, anyone that talks shit about those things is an idiot because those things are so fucking good. Don't yeah, they start. don't. They don't even get it. The the one thing I like about August is that we are closer to the fall, and I, I know that's not really August specific, but it means that we're getting closer to holidays where I tend to relate it to family coming together. As a dad, I want to build memories and traditions for the kids that they could kind of, you know, take some, leave some, and and build on some for their own future. Sure. And I and I think August is just it's another cog in that in that ladder to get there and say, hey, we're getting close. You guys are going back to school soon. That's kind of what August means to me. Is that since, right. since I'm not playing high school football anymore, it's about we're we're moving <laughs> through summer. We're getting closer to fall when. God forbid the temperature breaks just a little bit here in Texas. Please. We're not we're not yeah. even close there. We'll have about fifteen no. more episodes before that happens. But we'll get <laughs> no shit. Um, what's what's your what high point? I mean, for me, the best thing about August is it's my birthday month. Ooh. I mean, it. I mean, I think I stopped celebrating my birthday. Stopped really getting excited about my birthday uh, at age what twenty. Two twenty three. I was gonna say twenty one. It's, like, it's just all yeah. downhill after twenty one, but. You know, I'm in my 40s now, so uh, it's just what it is, you know? Dude, you look amazing, first off. If I, <laughs> if I look that good at 40, beep, then I think you're going to be, you know, even better. Uh, you know, men, men have it so that we kind of get a little bit better with some age, right? Still in, hanging on until, to that, yeah. until we Until we fall off the cliff, right? We're not there yet. But Chris, I think you look, you look great, and I'm very excited. It is your birthday month. Everyone, make sure that if you're if you're liking a post, if you listen to an episode, when you listen to this one, comment. Comment happy birthday, Chris. Shit, yeah. Give um, it to me. Yeah, I'll take he, it. He needs it. If you want to send him any provocative photos in the DM, just send to it to the him. women now. Not we're not talking about the men. Um, whoever listens. Uh we're all inclusive on this show. <laughs> Chris. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Sure. Give and it to me. When in COVID, when in pandemic, right? It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot in August. Please, I'm encouraging all the fans. Give Chris some love. Give him a shout out. He needs. Thank you. That's, that's what I need for my birthday: a bunch of dick pics in my Instagram. That'd be great. And that's why I said send them to Dad's Drinking Beer so that I can get a peek at those too. <laughs> um, I, I'm also an admin on that bad boy. So, um, <laughs> but make sure the messages say for Chris so that I don't get any heat from my wife. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Rolling straight through. Let's keep the good news rolling. That uh, was a good segue. You're right. We have another good reason to be excited. We want to let 
all of our listeners know, our audience, our massive and thick girthed fan base. Again, I'm thinking about those dick pics you just talked about. Sorry. Um, we have our first official partnership. I was going to do a yep. drum roll, but we're talking about Chill Boys. Okay, Chill Boys right now, they're some of uh, the most comfortable underwear and boxers for all the modern dads out there. Okay? They sent us some. They reached out to us, and they sent us a couple pairs. And I was kind of like, okay, I'll give them a shot. I'll give them a shot. I got my brand I like. I'm not bullshitting you. These things are so fucking comfortable, so soft. They are my weekend boxers, hands down. That's, those are my jam. That's right. They sent us a pair of boxer briefs, performance boxers, and bamboo boxers. Bamboo boxers is probably my new favorite alliterative term. Just go ahead and say it with say me. Bamboo boxers. Yeah. Say it with me. Yeah. Bamboo boxers. If you're in the car, just say bamboo boxers. Okay. <laughs> and Chris is right. These things are all about comfort and breathability. Chris, we just talked about Texas heat. Most days, it doesn't even have to be August, but in Texas, you walk around, you take your dog for a walk around the block. Uh, it's, a, it's a sweaty jungle down there, right? Yeah, by the time you get home, it's a mess. I mean, it's just, it's a disaster. Yeah, we won't even get into the details. Dads, you know what we're talking about. Guys who are <laughs> going to be dads, you best believe you're going to go, you know, clean yourself up before you head back out to hopefully, you know, um, have relations with, 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 <laughs> with someone else. And, and to be honest, there was a point in our lives when, you know, we'd go to the mall and there were a couple options, jockey, fruit of the loom. And those sucked because I felt like my dick was always coming through the front, right? It was like, I don't care how good that was, but like, I'd be just talking to anybody and then, oh yeah, sorry, my dick's just out. You know? like, it was awkward. So now we know that there's some options. There's more of a, of a market. And we really want our dads, we really want our listeners to give Chill Boys a chance here. I put some on. I have three, three different pairs. One of them, literally, it's the equivalent to Sunday morning waking up with some sweatpants on. Like yeah. There is such a chill comfort here. Not just are they chilling because there's a lot of breathability, a lot of air coming through, but it's, it's so comfortable, right? Yeah. The performance ones that I have, I wear those ones to bed. They are really, 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 really comfortable. So soft. They're great. Chris and I, we told ourselves in the beginning of this podcast that it, when we started partnering with people, with companies, we would do it with companies that we actually liked and we actually right. thought were worth talking about. So thank you so much to Chill Boys. We want to start a giveaway and we're going to kind of change the, the contest. Exactly. We don't want to be the only ones talking about this. We want you guys to get a chance too. So right now, we're going to do a giveaway uh, between now and the next podcast where we're going to have a lucky listener win two pairs of either boxer briefs or performance boxers or the bamboo boxers. Uh, and there's, there's two different ways you can enter. Okay. So number one, if you're one of the many fans who listens to us through Apple podcasts, it's real simple. The way you enter is you can go scroll down in the library and write a review. If you write a review and it posts before the next episode airs, hopefully it's a glowing review, but if your review drops before the next episode airs, you're qualified, you're enter. And Chris and I will pick one at random, right? If you don't have Apple Podcasts, yeah. here's the other way to get in. 
We will have an Instagram post detailing our partnership. If you like it and add a comment with two followers who currently don't follow Dad's Drinking Beer, and then you also like Chill Boys, that also earns you a way in. So Chris, there's actually a way for most of our listeners to enter twice. Is that fair? That's totally fair. And, and, And we'll be descriptive in the Instagram post of how to enter too. So don't, if, if you, it's a lot of information coming at you right now. If you are interested yep. and you want to try them out right away and you want to not just comment, but give your own feedback on how you think over at Chill Boys that they've given us a discount code of DDB15. Again, the code is DDB15 and that'll give you 15% off of your first order through Chill Boys. And we're going to keep our giveaways going um, yep. in an effort to kind of help each other grow, but I'm, I'm really excited about this. And, and I know Chris is too. We were happy when they reached out even happier when they, when, when they sent us the stuff and we liked it. And then we figured out we could do a, a giveaway, giveaway with them. And then they were going to do a 15% discount. I mean, come on. Everyone needs boxers. I, I think, I mean, I guess people free ball it, but I mean, I don't know. I've sat on my nut before and that's not good. You need some support down there. So it's might as well be chill boys is all I'm it's saying. It's critical. If, 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 the, if you're going to be supporting it, you might as well have it be chilling too. Thank you again to chill boys. Again, we'll have the giveaway start as soon as this podcast drops. All I'm right. excited about it. So moving right along. Last episode, we got to talk about opening day, Major League Baseball, another sport, another one of the four major sports, mind you, started, and that's NBA. Let's, let's dive into the sports hole and give our feedback. What do you say, Chris? That's a slam dunk. NBA on NBC has never felt more fitting than right now. It's on. NBA's on right now. It's great. This is so cool because we've had two episodes in a row talking about two major sports. NBA in the bubble. It's on. It came out strong in in Orlando. And I think the, the NBA bubble is really, you know, knock on wood. I think it it might be the way the other sports have to adopt, you know, I think or so too. adapt to. So, yep. so yep. Chris, tell us a little bit about NBA for you. You know, where does it rank? Uh, how excited are you? Are you for it? Maybe provide some context too, because yeah, this is a, this is a season that technically started, you know, nearly eight, nine months ago. It stopped. And now we're, we're 20 weeks off. I think is what I saw somewhere. Like the season so, should be over. Yeah. The finals uh, that Jordan were in were always in late June. Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy that we're in this middle in the middle of this thing. We've already talked about how crazy the whole thing is. But the bubble, I love the NBA bubble. I think you're right. I think they're going to have to. Every sport is going to have to do some form of this to if it, if this works because baseball is seeing an influx right now with the Miami Marlins, and according to the NBA, which hey, I guess we got to take their word for it, zero COVID cases in the bubble, which is awesome. And watching the games, they look. Great. I mean, there's people in the stands. I know they're the players and they're all spread out, but it, you can see people. You know what I mean? The way they, the camera angles are, they do pipe in a little bit of sound, but that's okay. I don't mind it. It's not over the top. It's not crazy amounts. Um, there's like a digital screen, at least the one I, I saw the other night with the, the Lakers Clippers, where it shows people moving around. It's, 
it's it's something and it's pretty damn good and the games so far have been very fun to watch so i think the storylines are there i think they did the right thing with not having every team in they only gave the you know what would you say 22 teams jimbo i think it's 22 i just know that my bulls are out so we'll get fact boy on that number but i'm pretty sure it's 22 i think you're right i think you're right but yeah fact boy will come through at the end um yeah it's NBA for me, you know, we've talked about this. I had my Jordan run for the Bulls in the 90s. I had my era. I remember when he left and people were like, well, who do you like now? I kind of said, well, I had my I had my dynasty. I had my run with them, but I still root for the Bulls. I love NBA playoffs. And I feel like this is another one of those sprints where, you know, in a couple of weeks, 10 more teams are going to go home. So yep. they're kind of doing this big play-in tournament to see who's who's going to be there. But this is just so much different than baseball because baseball was everyone, like we, we talked about this opening day, everyone's in first place. And if you lose today, you're one game back. Like this is still a possibility. We just talked, man. The Bulls are golfing. The Bulls are at home, you know, playing PS4, PS5, just hanging and I want to watch. Probably playing on PS7 because they got that extra like, VIP shit. You know, they got the yeah, coin. exactly. Damn right. Yeah. But that's that's the difference for me. If my team was in it, I'd be a little bit more invested. But regardless, the courts are are beautiful. NBA seems to know they're that they're doing well, and NBA has so many more stars than Major League yeah. Baseball. Because yeah, could, I agree. You could pick a team and say, I know all five of their starters. I I know those guys yep. inside and out. I know their strengths. I know that Lou Williams loves him some wings. You know, I, I just, you, you learn these things quickly about people Yeah, and MLB, yeah. you're like, Oh, they call this guy up. I got to see what he is first before I can like really talk yep. shit about him. Yep. So I'm excited yeah. though, because again, it's another real sport. It's another real sport with, with team dynamics. Sports center might actually get a little bit more, you know, versatile with what they're covering. I'm into that. I'm into some semblance of normalcy and I don't care if it's, a smaller crowd or I think friends and family are going to start coming in, in playoffs. I want to see how this thing goes. I, yeah. I want to see if it's successful and I want to see what parts of this carry over to future seasons. And if they do it right, it could bring fans back because people are starving for sports. So this could be a big deal for any sport that gets it right, which NBA looks like they're doing a great job to me personally in full transparency. They're probably my number four of top four sports for me, but I do like them. I do like NBA. And like to your point, I love NBA playoffs. I love the NBA championship when there's the right characters involved and everyone's there. Because that's the thing. Because my team hasn't been <laughs> around uh, NBA playoffs in a long time. So, Is that uh, the Kings? That's the Sacramento Kings, baby. Oh, baby. Your Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Sorry, I did. No, if you want that sack chilling. We I mean, it's been, it's been Chris Weber, it's been Peja, Mike Bibby, Jason Williams. It's been back in, in you know, Vlade. Hey, those were back the in those days. Yeah. That's when that asshole Tim Donaghy stole that Western Conference Finals from you guys, man. You know, I think you guys got robbed. I, I'd still be bitter about it, you know. And I am still because, bitter. <laughs> because they, they never really came back, you know. Yeah, um, no, I know. The, the organization never came back. It slowly fell apart after that season, and... um it's never been the same. They have done a couple of things. They look exciting. They have some really young players. But, you know, the Kings are just – it's going to be a couple of years until they're in any type of conversation with them. Yeah. You know, as Chris and I talked about last week, we want to give a few predictions 
We yeah. are gambling dads. At least I am, and I kind of force Chris along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. I always tell him he has to diversify that portfolio. You know, if he I wants do. To invest, You're right. You do. You do say that. That means you know NBA, MLB, NFL, under, over, parlay, money line, and futures. Like you want to put a little bit on everything. And so, I'm always like, what is the parlay? I'm always asking you, what's that? Yeah. So wait, but Jim, I won two out of the three games. I win that money? That's a big no, Chris. You got to yeah. win all three. You're, 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 my, you're my gambling Sherpa, but uh, yeah. If only I could ever get a chance to flex my muscles on this, on this pod, maybe, uh, maybe I'll get to prove it to other, other people, hey, but we'll see. We're, we're getting there. Sports is coming back. We're going to do a what? A favorite? Do we think it's going to win it? A dark horse? And then who we're rooting against, correct? That's correct. Again, I, I can't stress this enough. This is not a new season for NBA. You don't have everyone there. You don't even have an equal amount of teams from the East and the West because they yeah. went off of records. So this is, this is new territory. But Chris and I are still going to give you guys a little bit of insight here. So Chris, let's lead off with our favorite, our team okay. that we think is probably going to win the whole thing I love uh, it. or has the ability to. And uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go first. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. I like their team. I like me some Giannis. I think he's got it in there. I know he's a young guy, but I think the team around him is good. I'm excited to see them play. So I'd like to see some more of them, and I like the way they look. Before all this happened, they were hitting their stride from what I saw, and um, that's that's my pick. I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I, I oh, really, I we really didn't even do. talk. Okay. Um, Midwest guy. I'm a Chicago guy. I like kind of rooting for the smaller market team. I think Giannis in Milwaukee, he could literally become a statue, a, a I like legend, him. everything yeah. there. I hope with them winning, they attract more free agents. So I'm kind of thinking of this as a long-term play for him. Yeah. But they also had the best record before everything shut down. They had a exactly. 50, like, like 53 wins. They were dominating. He was on his way, Giannis, to get his second MVP in a row. I've seen videos of him on, on Instagram training during, during the, uh, the pandemic or whatever. He looks better now than he did back then, which is crazy. And, and we, we kind of asked ourselves, how are these athletes going to come back and respond you know, after all yeah. this time off? But yeah, I would root for Milwaukee, maybe because they're a little bit of, a, of the underdog in terms of exposure. I agree. Damn it. This is the year that if you're going to say any team has a shot, I mean, let's, let's, let's give it to Milwaukee. I, I think Giannis can do it. Let's do it. Fear let's the deer. It. I'm down. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's very, All right, that's who's your thing? Who's your dark horse? And, and okay, why? my dark horse. Another team that I would like to see go: Portland Trailblazers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? I got. I love. I love some some Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Sorry. You can call uh, him Dame. He goes Dame. by Dame too. Yeah. I like. I like Dame. them. I, I like their team. I think they have exciting basketball in them. Do I think they can win it? I don't know but I think they might go far and that's the one thing you like to see. And I have a really good buddy who lives in Portland who is a huge Trailblazers fan. So if he can get a win, I'm happy for him because that's his jam. I can't disagree with any of that. Portland's a fun team. They also are sandwiched in between all the you know Cali teams that get more I know, love. I know. But good pick. Good pick. I'm going to stay in the East. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Heat. I think the Heat are kind of bred for this a little bit. A couple of reasons. Jimmy Butler, 
I think he, he he's a top five player in the league. I like Came him up with the Bulls. He yeah. he will bust his ass on both sides of the ball. I, I'm a big Butler guy. The games themselves are are in Florida. I think that gives them a little bit of a leg up. They're in a bubble. Interesting. I but think they, about that. They have that little. Yeah, uh, they're not getting home court advantage, but they get a little bit of a. This is my neck of the woods feeling. This is not that far from my house. If my mom or my wife or my side piece wanted to come up to the wall of the bubble, I could see them. I could go hang out with them for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, not that yeah. the other teams couldn't, but like the Heat have a few more options. I think that's a very good point. Totally. I don't think you should discredit what you're saying because that's a big deal. Home field, home court advantage is a deal. And I think Miami does have just a slight advantage. You're right. That's true. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got some supporting players. I was going to say, Iguodala ended up going there, which is crazy because he he was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to retire or whatever. I'm going to do my thing. But you you got Kendrick Nunn. You got Tyler Harrow. I, they're actually pretty good. Butler doesn't have to do everything. They've got Drag, uh, Dragic, Goran Dragic. Yeah. Like, like they're, yeah. they're going to be okay. I think they're exciting. They're just an exciting team. Yeah. I, I think they're better when they are at home. And they've got a sweet new uni that, that they released last year. It's like that sky blue. Oh, yeah, I know what like you're the, talking about. Cursive. It, I mean, you're a designer. What do you, what do you think about that? Well, I, I do think NBA has some of the best logos of sports. I think Miami does a great job. They might have been one of the first teams that kind of released that Miami Vice series that they did with the pink and the blue. I love that shit. It's just such a cool look. I, I just and and I mean baseball does a decent job and and obviously NFL's trying to figure it out. They do the color rush and they do the retro thing. I mean, some of the jerseys are cool, but man, NBA always does it right. And I mean, back in the 90s, some of the NBA when the Raptors were hitting, I mean that those are some of the best jerseys you could ever get. So I, I actually really like Miami's logo. I really like Miami's whole vibe as far as design-wise. Um, and you're right. Their their jerseys are probably one of the best. I actually really do like Milwaukee's branding, too, if you want to get into that. so. All right. Well, Chris, round us out. Take us home. Yep. Tell us who's the one team that you're rooting against. Okay. No, so here's the and, thing. And the big why. That's what I'm going to get into. Here's why... I am rooting against the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Are the Suns even playing? <laughs> yes, they're in the bubble. Tell Here's the why. reason why. Because I went to a game, Spurs versus the Suns. I reached out to the Phoenix Suns via Instagram, reached out on their contact page, reached out to the, all the different avenues of contact, saying, Ooh, you, I am a you, tent. You've got a personal vendetta. Please, I, please continue. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you asked I, me why. Spicy. And I said, hey, I'm bringing my nephew, who, who he is a Suns fan. He's eight years old. I'm bringing my eight-year-old nephew. I showed him. I sent a picture with him wearing the Suns jersey. We're going to the San Antonio game. Do you have anything that I can maybe, like a photograph, like a picture you can send me that I can have him sign? Otherwise, he's, last time I went, he was having the team he went to a Nuggets-Spurs game. He had Nuggets players signing a Spurs jersey, which guys hate that. So I said, if you have like a promotional picture you can send me, something you can give me where I can my, – my nephew, who loves the Suns, living in Texas, and I got the old runaround. I got this. I got that. I got, oh, you got to contact it. I said, you know what? Fuck you, Phoenix Suns. One, 
Fuck you, Phoenix Suns, because you're stupid and you're terrible. But wow, two, we just lost our Phoenix now, listeners. Now you're not. Now, now I hate you from a personnel standpoint. This so, just yeah. goes deep. This is a real deep, deep hatred. Uh, hate. I mean, I haven't liked the. I mean, I think Charles might have been the last player on the team. I mean, Nash was terrible as a, as a person and a haircut. Um, but yeah, Whoa. you know, and he, he wore tor- terrible mom jeans. So I, yeah, I don't like Steve Nash. Talk about another team that got robbed with that bullshit. I do. Uh, you're right. Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Remember him? Stoudemire. Yeah, totally. Stoudemire. Yeah. Dude, that series is another game where the whole series turned. So that was more detailed and more layered than I thought. Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. And on top of that, I went to a celebrity golf tournament when I was a kid, and Dan Marley was there. And I was all excited to see Dan Marley. And I, oh, Mr. Mar- Mr. Marley, Mr. Marley. You signed this, and he literally—I have it still. He scribbled like, uh, like it, it was just like the worst, and it, it's not his signature. He just like walked by me and just here you go, kid. And I was like, "You suck, Dan Marley." If you're listening, I have enough. You you have to come on this podcast and explain yourself because Chris, Chris, I've never seen Chris this fired up on the podcast. If I just mention now Phoenix Suns going forward, uh, listeners, sit back, relax, and enjoy responsibly because five minutes is going to be Chris ranting on the Phoenix Suns and how much hate he has for them. I'm digging this. Yeah. Like, fuck the Phoenix Suns. Have you talked to a therapist about your hate for the Suns? Suck yet? it. I actually like, like, one player on the team, but, I, but, yeah, the Suns can suck it. So, yeah, that's my pick. Rooting against the Suns forever. Wow. Well, if we ever do this next year, we'll save ourselves the trouble. Although I would love to hear the Dan Marley scribble uh, story again. I'll show you the signature. It's terrible. I do want to see it, actually. It's on a scorecard, yeah. Maybe that's our next post. Golf scorecard, yeah. (laughs) And it's just the the, the caption says, up yours, Dan Marley. (laughs) Hashtag, you were really good at NBA Jam, though. Really good. He he was good at, yeah. Yeah, he was. That's probably why I liked him. He hit a bunch of threes, man. Yeah. He couldn't play defense worth a lick, though. Let's be real. All right, um, mine's kind of simple. Um, my mine is the Lakers, and it's because Fair. they are really stacked. They're really good, and they're so the favorite. Stacked. They're the favorite. So stacked, yeah. I really loved LeBron when he went back to Cleveland. I thought Same. this this was when he will do what he promised, which was bring them a championship. And and he, he did, and he did, yeah. and I thought that yeah. was wonderful. And I think I've learned to like LeBron more as he's gotten older, but because he's been out of the limelight and be, and basketball's been gone for a little bit, I'm back to LeBron hating. And, and, and it's not hate. It's just more about Jordan's the goat, and I don't want LeBron to get another ring to get a closer uh, I argument. like that. Fair logic, yeah. So they're, again, I, it's kind of petty. It's kind of personal. But you give me a full 82-game season – and show me what he can do over 82 games because he's one of those guys who I think fits the Jordan barometer of how good you are means how good you make everybody else around you on the court. And I think that's what exemplifies a great player. Like Harden, you're a great individual player. Dwayne Wade, great individual player. Shaq, a force inside. LeBron makes, you know, Mike Miller a household name. Like he makes these. I really like Mike Miller, though. I like him a lot. Yeah. Did you like him before he went to LeBron? No, never heard of him before. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. Right? So and I think one of the, the power things of LeBron. With, right. One of the things that made Jordan the goat too was he before, as if you've seen Last Dance, before Jordan came around, the Bulls were terrible. 
you know, and I mean, yeah, Chicago's a cool city, but I mean, it wasn't a basket. I mean, it was a funky city. Bears were the thing. If he had stayed in Cleveland after Miami, or even the whole time and won all his championships in Cleveland, done the whole thing, stayed in Cleveland, all the, that would have been a big deal. That would have definitely put him up, in my opinion, as far as the GOAT. I think it was cool that he went back to Cleveland and won a championship there. I really did like it. I think it's really weird he left to go to L.A. My only guess is that speaks to how terrible of a place Cleveland must be to live. But, I mean, hey, what do I know? I, I've only been to Cleveland a couple times, but yeah, it yeah, is terrible. I mean, it's a funky fucking weird place. I and mean, obviously, if you're going to get paid a million dollars or millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars, would you rather live in Cleveland or live in L.A.? I mean, come on. You're going to fucking L.A. every fucking time. I think the the bigger thing for him is I can be closer to the movie sets, closer to Space sure. Jam 2 closer production. Closer to everything. Come on. It's, closer to it's everything. all of it. Everything. But Cleveland's got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cleveland Please. has Jacobs Field. I, Please. I'm not kidding. No. I just talked about not Rock and Roll Not for LeBron James. No, no, no. For no. regular people, yes. For LeBron James, no. For He's bigger than mid, the Rock and Roll Hall Mid-30s white guy? Yeah. I, I could probably do Cleveland. I wouldn't love it, but there's. I'm saying there are some things to take away. And again, I think I have this huge Jordan complex where aside from the Wizards, which never happened, I don't even, he was a one-team yep. guy. Did the last yep. dance show the Wizards? Don't think so. Nope, no way. They're doing the right revisionist history here. My point is, LeBron, I want you to get close. I want Giannis to dunk on your head. Same. I want you That'd to go back and say, I have five more years left, which I think he does. I think he can play and be like a Magic Johnson-type po- point guard. And you're going to get another ring, maybe two more. I just don't want you to get six. I don't want you to have that opportunity to yeah. have that yeah. stance. And and you are incredible. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just, if I had to say who I'm rooting against, I hope the Clippers beat you. I hope the Clippers yeah. beat you. I, I hope the Jazz beat you. I hope the Mavericks beat you. I like Luka. I want, I want Luka to dunk on your head, you know? Yeah. Like, like, period. That'd be sweet, yeah. I'm probably losing some fans here, but uh, that's just where I'm coming from. And the Bulls are yeah. out. Bulls are golfing, so... You know, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. There we go. So there you have it. We both like the Bucks. We think a dark horse team uh, could be the uh, Miami Heat and Portland Trailblazers. And then yep. the teams we're rooting against uh, would be uh, the Lakers and the Suns. All right. That's our sports hole for tonight. Sorry. We have other things we, to talk about. We went deep into sports hole. So now we've been, we've been shallow for a long time. So now we have finally sports to talk about. So we went deep. Every time we kick off a new sport or a new season, we should probably hone in on that, give it the full attention it needs, and uh, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Tell you what, let's dive into our beer. Let's talk Cannot about not wait. You have no idea special beer that we have tonight. I want to give a quick shout out to my good friends Kate and Wes Traver. They run the Mercantile Mill and Grain out in Buda, Texas. Not an ad, by the way. This is not an ad. This is not just an straight ad. up thank you. Yep. It's a thank you because we helped them uh, by driving a little bit of business their way. They're back open. They closed just for a little bit of time to kind of get ready for the COVID and get ready for precautions and safety measures. But Katie and Wes hit us up and said, hey, we want to sponsor your beer for the night because of the shout out. So I'm already thanking them in advance, but this is really cool because this is a this is an opportunity for Chris and I to say thank you because we had the beer brought to us for this episode. So it makes us love feel it. pretty fucking cool. More of that, please. Yes. I'm going to crack this thing. Let's go.
That's right, guys. We have tonight with us, this is an American IPA out of Rough House Brewing, and this is called Treeform. Before I let Chris kind of talk about the label, I'll just say quickly that uh, Rough House Brewing, it's a family-owned and operated craft brewery in the Texas Hill Country. It's located in San Marcos, which is just south of Austin. It's kind of right between San Antonio and Austin. Um, And this is a refreshing farmhouse-style beer that, according to them, complements the Texas landscape. They come in 16-ounce bottles, or allow me to call it a pint. I think a pint is technically 16.9 ounces. So, Chris, talk to us about the aesthetic, the view it, of these cool it is, bottles. It is a beautiful bottle. I do. It feels very high-end. Um, I do love the label. Uh, the art here, it says here, by Graham. I'm probably going to mess up the name. We'll get Fact Boy on this. Frank Yos. It's a 6.0. ABV, I, I do it. It's, it's a, it's got like a deer with like kind of like a really cool watercolor standing on a awesome looking truck. We did a light beer challenge a few weeks ago, and this is this is a level up on that in terms of just the type of beer that we're gonna have, right? Yep, I'm excited about it. Uh, it's been a while since I've had kind of like this farmhouse IPA, so uh, I'm gonna pour it up. Um, Wes is a guy. I it was one of my first friends I made in Austin some 10 years ago and he was a light beer guy he was a lone star guy or a lone star like guy when i knew him at the start and he finally said i'm finally into ipa and he talked to me about tree form and rough house uh, rough house brewing and so like we mentioned earlier he he wanted to support us he wanted to sponsor us he, he's I a big listener that. big big fan of the pod boy he got so angry in his car because we were talking about blanco Texas, which was where uh, another <laughs> another beer was, and he goes, "You damn idiots! It's Blanco! It's Blanco, Texas!" And I was like, "Wes, everything in Texas looks one way and sounds another because Blanco was a town founded by Germans. It wasn't founded by the Spanish. So yes, Spanish. The word comes from the Spanish for 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 white for Blanco. But this was a German founded town, and he Wes was like." I almost turned your podcast off. Like that's that how was the real ale episode. Yeah, he was very upset about that. Is that is that what it was? The yeah. Han, Hans Pils out of Real Ale. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, I guess first off, we owe an apology to Real Ale for for mispronouncing the town of your brewery. It's Blanco in Spanish, and it's Blanco in Texas. I want to give a shout out too to Kate, his wife. She gave us these really cool beer glasses. Yeah, I like them. They're like the beer can shape. Vibe. Yeah. I like it. And it says professional beer taster on it. It's kind of like the world's greatest modern dad like label. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, perfect. it's pretty cool. It's, perfect. it's pretty yeah. cool. Cheers on right. this. Hey, Let's cheers, enjoy my guy. Tree form. It's pretty good. It's a little tart, a little it's tangy. Super tart. Yeah. Right? It's got that farmhouse funk. You know what I mean? Yes. Floral with. Notes of spice and fruit. I, I would totally that. say that. It's spicy. Yep. It's fruity. Yep. It's not a juicy. It's more of a... Yeah, it's got a little twang. A twang. A Texas twang. It's a sweetness for sure. It's a sweeter beer. But again, when you buy a bottle like this in that brown kind of style bottle, you almost expect something like this a little bit, right? Yes. I would expect something a little bit more unique, a little bit more off the path right? Where it's kind of like, this is different. And 
I mean, the glass bottle, the 16-ounce pint bottle, I might keep one of these. This is just a really cool-looking beer. Um, it is a cool bottle. I agree. And the, the art is great. I hand it to him. It's very high-end. I like it a lot. Um, I'm digging the beer. It's tasty. I feel like it's not what I was expecting, but it's unique enough where you, you keep discovering a little bit of new taste on each drink. Does that make sense? I would definitely say it's multi-layered. It's, it's kind of got a lot going on. Like you said, it's got the spice. It's got the sweetness. It also has that kind of funky farmhouse vibe. It's definitely not light beer by, from our light beer challenge in any stretch. No, this thing would take a piss on our light beer's faces. Yeah. Like this thing is yeah. like strong, 6%, but also because it's been just stored in this bottle, you don't know what it's done over time. Like it's probably got exactly. Little- I'm not ready to score it, but I definitely um, am looking forward to seeing your score and giving you mine. Listen to this. I'm going to finish it. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll come back. Chris and I, to kick off August, we're going to talk about some streaming selections, some things that we've been watching and things that we want to watch. Yep. And we'll score the beard and we'll call it an episode. So um, hang with us. Don't go anywhere. Right back. And we are back. Dad's drinking a beer from Virtual Bunker Town, USA. Yes, sir. AKA Austin, Texas. AKA I can see you from my window. We could, can you? That'd be amazing. I've been watching you. Well, good, because I've been seeing you on my Zoom screen. Yeah. No plug. Still sipping on this rough house, digging it. So, um, Jim, you're more of the movie guy. You're more of the traditional guy. I have a couple other little things. Uh, Why don't you tell us what you're streaming, watching now? All right. Emmy nominations (laughs) just came out. So... First and foremost, my number one recommendation is Watchmen, the HBO series that came out. I got to watch it. I got to watch it. It's on my list. It's on my list. Listen, you have time to watch it now. It's a limited series. I don't think it'll ever go past one season because it's perfect. You do not want to fuck with it after the last, literally the last frame of the last episode. You absolutely don't want to fuck with it. I I didn't want to. And to scale it back, the second to last episode kind of brings the viewer to the current in terms of let me catch you up on everything else. And I think that's the best episode of television I've seen since maybe the finale of Breaking Bad or or Ozymandias from Breaking Bad. So it was one of, I remember texting numerous people afterwards saying that was the most original creative piece of art I've seen in a long time. Watchmen. It got hit up for 26 Emmy nominations. It's probably wow. the most, uh, the number one show nominated. I've heard nothing but good things about it. You're probably like the fourth person that said I have to watch it. Even my brother-in-law, who likes nothing, says it's the best show he's ever seen. So It's very hard to watch. It starts off uh, very violent, very racist, very confusing. Stick with it. It is incredible. Um the movies that I've watched recently, also relatively new, Palm Springs is on Hulu. Ah, it's got I Andy Samberg and Christine Milotti. It's a Groundhog's Day for the millennials, but I don't know what it is. That concept, that that premise of repeating days over and over again, it's it's got an appeal that I don't care what kind of movie it is. It could be Edge of Tomorrow. It could be Groundhog's Day. It could be Source Code with Hall on the train. I, I, I nerd out to that shit. I jack 
I don't jack off to it, but I like get jacked. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. Well, yeah. I've heard people are saying Andy Samberg could be the next Bill Murray, so this movie could be his Groundhog Day. Samberg's great, and I've I've been a big Brooklyn Nine Nine fan, and I loved oh, him on SNL. Great show, great show. But oh yeah, if here's how I was able to convince anyone with me to watch it, including my wife. It's ninety Baby. minutes, and it's a romantic comedy. And there are some legit LOL moments. Now, look, it's rated R. It's not the Groundhog's Day wholesome happiness. They, they go through everything that that movie does and probably more extreme, but it's really, really good. And despite it being a time loop movie, you walk away going, oh, okay, I think I would do that in that sense. And I'm not spoiling anything in terms of how they attempt to break out of it. Um, so hold on. Watchmen, can you watch with the wife? Would the wife be into it? She should. She'd be okay. missing out if she didn't. And you said Palm Springs wife approved. Palm Springs definitely with the wife, 100%. All right. And Love then last, current show, uh, Netflix, Ozark, season three just finished. Um, yep. We got that recommendation from you, Chris. You yep. and your wife had watched it, and we are doing basically an episode a night. We are in the middle of season two, so we can talk about this more later because I believe you're, you're caught up. But it's pretty yep. good. It's pretty good. Yep. It's it's a little it's a little nonchalant for me in terms of the stakes and how characters are reacting. But I think uh it's building towards something better and better. So I am I am in on this show. And then honorable mention, honorable mention, I'm gonna throw out Perry Mason and I'll be gone in the dark. So the HBO Sunday night, it's still fantastic. And the Perry Mason and I'll be gone in the dark are not quite appointment television, but I definitely have to watch them by Monday or Tuesday because those shows are, are also killing it for me. So that's, that's Jim's recommendations for August. Now, that's what I'm watching. The one th- Chris, I'm going to let you go next. The one, okay, thing yeah. I wanna, the one thing I want to get excited about, another show on HBO coming on in two weeks is called Lovecraft Country, and it's based on a, a short story by H.P. Lovecraft from the 1920s. Never heard of it. All right. Okay. Lovecraft Country. This is going to be the next big hit for HBO is, is my prediction. But I'm going to call this Stranger Things for Adults. And I mean like legit TVMA scary shit. There's a bit of a horror sci-fi element. I, I promise you. Sounds awesome. It's going to be the Sunday night show that you're like, did you watch Lovecraft? Did you watch Lovecraft? Lovecraft Country starts August 16th. I made my wife watch the preview and she goes, we could watch that. And my wife doesn't get too excited about stuff that. like that that I do. To me, pretty good impersonation that means for she wife. She just went, good. Oh my God, yes, record it, watch it, let's do it. So <laughs> so wow. that's Jim's streaming corner. Damn, you just dumped a load on my chest. I love it. All right. My well, let me chili dog you real quick and say <laughs> it's your turn. Batter up. All right. My wait, wait. My that's a slam dunk. <laughs> that's a sl- Talk about a hole-in-one. Um, so my streaming recommendations pick up where you left off, sort of. Yes, Ozark. We we just finished Ozark. Loved it. It had some plot holes that, you know, I think I looked too far into it. And I know you and your – you, me, my wife, and your wife all talk about it. It's and, not Breaking Bad. It's not no, – It's not exactly. A, it's not a five-star out of five show, but it's – it's got potential, at least where I'm yep. at. It's got potential, but keep going. Yeah, and it's good. But there are certain things where I'm like, this is missing this, this is missing that. 
what about this? What about that? They do some things that are not perfect. But again, you're in quarantine. It's pretty fucking good. I think Jason Bateman's great. I think a lot of the characters involved are great. The setting, the music, the score, it's got all those things. It's really worth watching. If you're on the fence, I'd say all you got to do is watch episode one and you're going to be hooked. So it's I was a really just going to say that the pilot doesn't waste any time. Like you said, Breaking Bad, you have to kind of like tell people, hey, just so you know, give it some time. It takes a couple episodes to get into it Break uh, with those arcs right away. I feel like by the end of episode one, you're like either in or you're out. And I feel like most people are in. So um, as I mentioned, I don't watch a ton of movies, don't watch a ton of shows. I watch different things or listen to different things. So what I'm streaming, and this is not giving any, not any of our listeners away from our current podcast, but a podcast I started listening to, which I recommend highly, is called The Oral History of the Office, which is hosted by Brian Baumgartner, who's, who plays Kevin on The Office, does a whole behind-the-scenes It's Kevin. a great podcast. Now, we actually got recommended, or I did, by one of our neighbors playing golf the other day, and um, I started listening to it. It's fantastic. Um, what do they do, though? Do they, they break down episodes, or do they break down seasons, or does he just talk? It's all of it. It's all of it. It's, 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 they go into episodes. They go into kind of the where, where it happened, the you know behind the scenes of getting the, epi- getting the show to start, how they kind of had a roadblock because every other British show they've ever brought to America has failed. This show crushed it. They, how the casting was done. Major, major actors and actresses came in to read for Michael Scott. Bob Odenkirk came in, who was almost Michael Scott, and he wasn't. And you know that would have been a good show still. Yeah, amazing. That been well, so he, he almost good. had it. And they talk about how you know a lot of the things that were going on with Steve Carell that really changed the the kind of trajectory of the show. And then, of course, it became such a huge show. So that has led me to watch a little more Office and a little more of the British series as well. So listen Classic. to the oral history of The Office. It's kind of an – it's a Spotify-only podcast, so you got to go on Spotify to listen. Um, I think it's only got five episodes now, but I think they're extending – I think it's like going – you know, it's like a every week kind of thing. So highly recommended. Check that out. Uh, my third kind of a random dark horse – Found this randomly. Just love I this. love YouTube. I love YouTube shows. It's one called The Sailing Doodles. Do yourself a favor. Check out The Sailing Doodles. It's basically a guy that is in a amazing sailboat, and he brings these hot chicks with him. And it's not like he doesn't say he's in my hot chicks. It's these all these chicks that just come and hang out with him. And he's not like he's not like 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 Dan Blazarian or anything. He's just a regular dude. But these girls come on and they help him as a crew member and they're these hot chicks and they go and they, these amazing locations in like Thailand and all these other places. And it's, and he's a really good job. He's got good drone footage. They go to cool places. I mean, it's perfect for, for a global pandemic to go and watch these awesome people slash hot chicks travel the world on an amazing boat. And it's not like Dan Belzerian. It's not Dan Bazaar. It's like a regular dude. It's like a dude like us, but these chicks. And he always rotates these hot chicks. And they're not like not like models. They're just like regular chicks, but they're always hot. You got to go. It, it, yeah. It, it, do yourself a favor. Sailing Doodles. So the name comes because when he started the, the show, uh, YouTube show, he was traveling with these two Labradoodles. And that was the whole thing. And he wow. would just travel. He basically, he, the guy had a stroke realized he was doing everything wrong he was like working in the corporate world had a stroke 
said, I'm doing everything wrong. He basically sold his entire belongings, bought a 1989 whatever boat, sailboat, and decided, I'm just going to travel the world by boat and did it. And he's- YouTube picked it up. Well, I mean, he's, it's no. like on YouTube. Do you need YouTube Red or one of those? No, uh, uh-uh. no it's just a YouTube. It's, it's just go on YouTube. Yep. Go on wow. YouTube, Sailing Doodles. Check it out. You know what? I um, think you brought up a good point, though, real quick, if I could comment. I want to watch a movie with 500 extras all over the place. I want to see, like, I love Cash Cab, and everyone's, like, high-fiving and shaking <laughs> hands and kissing everybody. Like, I want to see things that take me out of what I've been doing. Everyone's been in the room by themselves. So when you say something like that, Sailing Doodles – that's that's what I want to watch. That's I I gotta like vicariously feel that you know. I'm telling you, the guy who's making the show and putting him on YouTube knows what he's doing with the thumbnails he's putting up. That's all I gotta say because the thumbnails have these hot chicks and they're just like again regular chicks. I feel like people are gonna go on Sailing Doodles and, and click on this because it's it's great and and they're doing it now like they're in quarantine and they're traveling to like you know Turks and Caicos. And they're like having to stay on their boat the entire time because they can't go anywhere. But they're like snorkeling for like abalone and like shows them like drone footage and like underwater footage of these people getting abalone and then on the boat cooking it up. It's fucking awesome, man. It's, 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 like, it's like what I want to go do right now. So it's fucking great. I love that. Honorable mention. Since you got honorable mention, I'll take one too. I'm doing two. Uh, HBO, both HBO shows. One is The Weight of Gold. It looks awesome. I'd like to see it. It's all about the pressure of Olympic athletes. It looks fantastic. I'd like to see that. Uh, The next one premieres August 11th. Hard Knocks LA. Give me that. I'm excited about it. Rams, Chargers. Hate both teams, but I love Hard Knocks, and it's going to be great to see both. God, Chris, you just nailed it, man. And that made me think NFL is going to be a thing. It's going to it, it actually happen. So I love I hard saw knocks. Some, I'm with you there. Someone, someone presented a, a, a patent thing for a shield, a face shield that they're all, every player is going to wear. It's going it like to extend a little bit past the face mask. It. Yeah. It's so Bane. I don't know I who I was into this before yeah. I put on the mask. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Hopefully people don't use it as a as a, a deadly weapon, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, dude, well, great picks. Great thank you. picks. Different, you different, random, right? You like it? No, but you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, about. sprinkling of the yes. schmutzy and a little, yeah. A little Give us something stuff. else to think about than the common mainstream shit I gave. And um, here's the thing: so I work a lot, as you do too, in front of my computer. I put on my YouTube shows and I watch the sailing doodles. I'm telling you right now, there are so many hot chicks traveling the world on a boat in a bikini. And you learn a little bit about sailing, and the guy's super funny and cool. It's well worth it. All right, so those are our streaming selections. Chris, let's score the Treeform IPA, yep, the American IPA, and then we'll we'll wrap this bitch up, get ready to start August off how we're supposed to by playing some bags in the cul-de-sac, sweaty, shirtless, waking all of our neighbors up. Are you down? Love, love that so right. much. So for Treeform, I'll go first. I gave it an eighty-four. A yep. solid 84. I think this is a beer that does get better as you're drinking it. And I don't mean that as you're going to get a buzz and you're going to feel better. I think it, it becomes a better tasting beer over time. I was a little thrown off at first. But 84, I really appreciate what Wes and Katie did by bringing this here. I would love to go check out Rough House Brewing. 84 means if I see it somewhere, 
I'm going to get another tree form. So 84. Uh, solid. I think the same thing. I think um, if I saw it and I was going to someone's house, I would buy it, tell the story, do the whole thing. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like you, I think it takes a while for your palate to kind of warm up to it because yes. it's one of those things where you take the first sip. It's a little different than what you're expecting. It's very sweet. Um, it has kind of a almost a heffy kind of vibe to it. So you got to take what that I in. was thinking. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. That's exactly what I was searching for. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a farmhouse heffy vibe. Really good. I think the six ABV is perfect. It's not too spicy, not too crazy. It's just the right amount. Um, like Jim on the same page, I gave an eighty-three. Spot on. And the Hefeweizen, Hefe feeling, that it permeates that. It's exactly yeah. that. That's, that's a great comparison. So, again, thank you very much to Wes and Kate. Go to the Mercantile Mill and Grain. Thank Love you it. to Chill Boys for taking that first step with us in terms of yeah. a partnership. I think we're both going to grow. Uh, and as a regard, uh, in regards to this, and a reminder to our audience, we have a giveaway. And then Benny from Bronze Whale, we want to give Please. a huge shout out to them for Benny. our intro music, right? But Benny and Bronze Whale, I uh, made that up. Is it uh, right off the cuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, Benny's our guy. He hooked it up. We love our theme music. Obviously, it's amazing. And who who should we thank for our outro music? That's our friend, sort of. Breakmaster Cylinder, who I'm a huge fan of Breakmaster Cylinder, does amazing, amazing audio. And I wouldn't even call it music. It's like next level music. It's like music that like on like Tatooine. It's like next level shit. Yeah. Check Whoa. out Breakmaster Cylinder. What if Breakmaster Cylinder and Benny from Bronze Whale collabed? What do you think would happen? Oh, it would I would I would splooge everywhere. It would be amazing. Cool. I know what like, email what, I'm writing tonight. It'd be what It'd be what Jabba would hang out in like that sweet little like bar. It'd be like that. Benny would be like Bubba Fett, maybe. Yeah, I'll be Bib Fortuna. Have you ever heard the the the, the conspiracy theory that that Indiana Jones is the dreams that Han Solo had when he was in Carbonite? Have you heard that? No. Oh, we should talk about that. I have a whole Reddit. Save uh, it. Save it. Yeah, I think we sorry. have a yeah. couple ideas for future episodes especially if these sports don't really go anywhere they kind of fizzle out yeah we'll be talking about conspiracy theories we will get into some ideas on that so stay tuned we're going to get a little niche a little uh, a little bit more specific but we have some really fun content coming your way so 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 stick around for all of us here at dad's drinking beer for fact boy for our intern mel i'm jim i'm chris Thank you again to Rough House Brewing. You helped us out. Chill, boys. Keep it real. Wes, Kate, Mercantile, Melon Grain, from all of us, have a great night. Be safe. And don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be a dick. Stay cool. Stay cool. In fact, stay chill. Oh, nice. Got it in. Pizza. I was gonna go pizza.